Forces of evil, the globalists, the deep state, the cabal, the technocracy, the corporate media want to divide and conquer us. Freedom-loving patriots, fellow ultra-maga cult members, those clinging to their guns and Bibles, and those awake to the reality unfolding around them. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. Check out our website, Freedom Speak NM, where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows. And also check out the resource page. You can get the podcast of the show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And you can listen and watch live now on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon on Twitter, Facebook, and Rumble. Just go to our website and click on the Rumble link. A lot of things going on in the news this week, as usual. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of that. Um, I wrote a monologue today that I entitled Enemy of the State. During a debate in 2016 with Hillary Clinton for President of the United States, then-candidate Donald Trump made the statement, I hate to say it, but if I win, I'm going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation. This was referred to uh, referring to Hillary's use of a personal email account while she was Secretary of State. Eric Holder, Obama's attorney general at the time, made the following statement on Twitter. In the USA, we do not threaten to jail political opponents, as in Donald Trump. He is promising to abuse the power of the office. Wow. After Trump won the election, this never happened, the Hillary, and Hillary was never held accountable for her crimes. In hindsight, this was just the tip of the iceberg of her crimes. Her crimes make Watergate look like a parking ticket. In an article I read at Mashable.com from October 10th, 2016, the writer named Colin Dalida stated, Say what you will about whether the United States is a true democracy. The threat of jailing a political opponent is still not something done in a democratic system. Apparently, that is true unless a Republican, a conservative, a patriot, or anyone that goes against the will of the establishment is the target. This writer goes on to state, It is, however, something done by the leaders of dictatorial states around the globe. An anti-Trumper on Twitter by the name of Gary Kasparov on October 9th, 2016 stated, Trump's President Day 1... Checklist. One, jail opponent. Two, media crackdown. Three, support Assad. Coincidentally, that was also Putin's checklist. This is what this guy said. We now hear crickets from these people now as their guy is behaving exactly the way they were saying Trump was supposedly going to be. Unfortunately, a lot of people are so blinded by politics that they can't see what is right in front of them. If confronted with their own comments about the candidate that they supported, they will come up with some kind of justification that their guy should somehow be immune from prosecution or be locked away forever or even or, or their opponent should be locked away forever or even worse. We're seeing that. This is how the tyrants of those pushing the woke agenda as a means of control divide us to stay in power. 
blind obedience to the party no matter what. Once tyrants control all the key parts of government, their minions don't even notice when they go after their political enemies by silencing, jailing, or even having them killed. After all, they also control the public, public conversation through the media and therefore decide what the narrative will be. They turn the masses against their political en- enemies and make them public enemy number one. Let me give you some examples from history. In 2006, a Putin political advisor or adversary, sorry, named Alexander Litvinenko was poisoned to death, and experts pointed their fingers at the Kremlin. Garry Kasparov, the famed chess champion turned politician, human rights champion, and Putin critic, as mentioned in the previous tweet, is also living in exile after helping to lead protests against Putin in Russia years ago. Another key figure in those protests, Sergei Yudalsov, is currently serving a 4.5-year jail term on charges of plotting to overthrow the Kremlin. Boris Nemtsov, these names are tough, a political reformist and yet another key leader in those protests, was shot dead. And while definitive evidence pointed at pointing at Putin or his cohorts has not come out, as The Guardian put it, critics of Vladimir Putin have an uncanny habit of ending up dead. Kind of sounds like what happens to those that go up against the Clintons. Despite all of this, Putin is very popular in Russia, which is why he keeps getting reelected. How about Nicolas Maduro, the president of Venezuela? He rules the country with an iron fist and through socialist policies has run the country's economy into the ground. Maduro had his political opposition leader, Leopoldo Lopez, thrown into jail in February of 2014, then sentenced 1.5 years later to 14 years in prison on charges of inciting violence at an opposition rally, during which he called for calm demonstrations. Many observers, including the attorney who prosecuted the case, have said the case was entirely fabricated. I often have heard people in the United States say, that could never happen in the United States. Well, let's see. Thousands of protesters from the January 6th protest were tracked down, their homes invaded in military-style raids by the FBI, and many people to this day are still in prison without due process and without being convicted of an actual crime. In many cases, evidence that would prove them innocent is being suppressed. Evidence also exists that hundreds of undercover FBI operatives were there actually inciting the violence. This information is also being suppressed both in court and the media. Leaders of various patriot groups have also been rounded up, prosecuted in kangaroo courts, and thrown in jail. Four members of the far right, they call them the far right, Proud Boys organization were found guilty of seditious conspiracy in connection with January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Three members of the Oath Keepers and a fourth person associated with the far-right militia group were convicted of seditious conspiracy by a Washington, D.C. jury for their role in the January 6th, 2021 insurrection. What exactly is seditious conspiracy? conspiracy. Enacted after the American Civil War of 1861 to 1865, the charge of seditious conspiracy includes two elements, conspiracy and sedition. Conspiracy is an agreement by two or more people to commit a crime. Sedition is defined as incitement or advocacy of insurrection against an established authority. What about the hundreds of unnamed FBI operatives that were there that day inciting the violence? I guess they don't get charged because, after all, they work for the government. Lastly, we have the indictment of Donald Trump. The case against him literally started the day that he came down the escalator and announced his candidacy for president of the United States. He was not part of the establishment and therefore was not entitled to run. 
If announced his intention, he announced his intention to run wasn't enough. Maybe it was when he criticized the entire government for lying to the American public about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. That put him in the crosshairs. He's being charged with so-called crimes that pale in comparison to actual serious crimes of those in the Democrat Party that are being completely ignored by not only the Democrat Party, Democrat supporters, but also the media. In any case, we currently have the warmongering criminals running almost everything, including a politicized justice system. About all that is left is a few patriotic politicians, some justices, uh, judges, and the U.S. Supreme Court to stop our country from being completely overrun and ran off the cliff of socialism, corruption, immorality, godlessness, and total persecution of dissenters. Will the few patriots in government have the courage to push back? Pushing back can be dangerous. After all, remember all those election integrity cases lacking standing? Those judges were too cowardly to take on such a controversial case. I heard them say that. Isn't that the nature of a court case, to be controversial? Historically, tyrannical governments don't get voted out of office because the masses that support them have the illusion they are getting something for free. These types of evil governments typically end through violent revolutions. How will the tyranny end in our country? Makes me wonder. So, Stella, how are you doing today? Well, after reading that, I haven't decided. And I didn't think anything like that would ever happen in the United States, like everybody keeps saying. You know, we're the country, the home of the brave, you know, free. And yet here we are. There's Donald Trump facing. I, I actually read an article where Biden said he deserved the death sentence, the death penalty, because he was an adversary, not, you know, not even mentioning the so-called documents that they said that they have, not even bringing that up. Just because he's running for president, he should have a death penalty. It's unbelievable. Well, you heard me mention in my monologue, I was talking about all of these um, liberal media people and things like that speaking out when um, Donald Trump was running in 2016. And he mentioned the idea that Hillary Clinton might be investigated for her crimes. And they were all saying, oh, well, that's just that's just wrong. You don't you don't try to go- prosecute a political opponent. Wow, what's going on right now? Well, they, she's a Democrat, so that's why you would not prosecute her. Like you said, a Republican is standing, she, they're standing right there, a big old, just a, a bullet waiting to hit him. Yeah. So we got a guest in our studio with us today. His name is Joe Giles, not Jay Giles, like the famous musician, but he is a musician after all. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Joe, you you want to tell everybody a little bit a bit about yourself and yeah, give your thoughts on what what I just said. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sorry about that. There we go. Try that again. Hello. Hello. What? Wow. Hold on. You invited me and it doesn't work. <laughs> oh my God, his mic isn't working. <laughs> How about the orange one? Try this one for now, Joe. I'm going to have to see Hello. what's going on with that. There one. you go. Yeah, yeah talk right into it. Okay. Maybe it's turned off. Go ahead and talk. Hello. Okay, so um, thanks for inviting me. Uh, I'm Joe Giles. Um, I'm, there a tra- you go. I'm a transplant from. Okay, we got the mic thing. The mic was squ- turned off. Squared away. Here. We fixed it. I'm a transplant from Philadelphia. Um, you know, the birthplace of uh, independence. Oh, yes. And um, I've been here since 2004. I love Albuquerque, New Mexico. I think Albuquerque, New Mexico is probably one of the country's best kept secrets if uh, the local government could just get a handle on the crime. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the bottom line right there. You know, that that's their responsibility. Um, I love this place. I mean, it's uh, the weather's great. It's cheap to live here. And uh, you can make a comfortable living living here in Albuquerque. So I'm here, and I plan on staying here. This is my home. So you do you do you have a business, Joe, or something that you have? Yeah, I, I publish the uh, local home improvement magazine. It's called Your Home Money Saving Magazine. Uh, we mail forty thousand homes, and then you can also get a copy at the Albertson Supermarkets. We're there every month, and uh, basically, it's a local home improvement coupon magazine. 
So everybody in there is local. Um, everybody there is a solid local community um, uh, company. Good. And you can get those from Albertsons, you say? Yes, and they are free. They're free. Something free. Yeah. And you also have a band, don't you? Don't you sing in the band? Or you yeah, we have a couple bands here in town. Um, you know, And we play the local bars and breweries. And I play the drums. I don't sing. Obviously, you can tell I don't sing by listening to our <laughs> You don't sing. You can, you can try. <laughs> you hear that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, this is a great show. Um, I'm a patriot. Um, I vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Trump no matter what. Unless he drops out, then I'll vote for DeSantis. Oh, uh, I hear you. you. Know, so, so I have a default. <laughs> you know, Trump, I'm, I'm Trump all the way. I mean, I, I love the guy. I mean, well, you served your country, didn't you? Yeah, I'm a vet. I, sp I spent six years in the U.S. Army, uh, four and a half years overseas. Uh, I love the Army. The other day was uh, the U.S. Army Day uh, and Flag Day. They're two great days that we should celebrate a little bit bigger than we do. But uh, yeah, I'm a vet. I love my country. You know what I mean? I'm one of those uh, gun toting, Bible beating. You know, East Coasters. You know that Obama. clinging to your guns and your Bibles. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Obama was uh, you know complaining about. So yeah, that's that's me, man. I'm all I'm you know patriot all the way. You know, old school. Can you believe that Biden said that and people were not all completely outraged? It's like, it's like he said he mentions people clinging to their guns. Yeah, and that was Obama. That's Obama. Sorry, yeah, Obama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I thought, I thought right then and there, people would would revolt against him. But no, no. It's uh, there, it, well, the thing is, is because he's black, you 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 can't really say anything because if you say anything, then you're considered a racist. You know, if you don't agree with Obama, you're a racist. If you don't agree with the transgender people and the you know homosexuals and the women you're and all racist. that stuff, you're a racist or you're a misogynist or you're an exigenobidobidoba. They've already worn those words out, don't you, you think? Know, uh, the racist word doesn't even mean anything anymore. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's very diluted. I mean, everything's racist. You know, you know Joe, I've talked about this numerous times about what is actually going on here is like they they've been taking these uh groups and it could be any group it could be the it could be the gay community it could be uh the black community it could be the hispanic community it could be any 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 group and what they've been doing is they've been intentionally trying to turn people against each other and and just like you know i noticed on the news there's so many things going on in which um, I th really awful things going on around the world and in this country, and yet they're talking about this guy in New York that stopped this crazy man on the subway. And this is the big story that they're talking about. Of course, this guy, they're going to try to send him to jail for the rest of his life for doing what he did. Yeah, I, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, everything you say is spot on. You know what I mean? You know, if, as far as like dividing us, I mean, when I grew up in um, in the suburbs of Philadelphia, we had plenty plenty of African-American black kids that I grew up with and were friends with that came over to my house. I went over to their house. We played sports together. We hung out. We never really thought about it. You know what I mean? And um, I never really thought about any of that stuff until Obama came in. You know what I mean? And then, it, you know, they, they just kind of were throwing it in your face. You know what I mean? Like all, all that stuff, like uh, the transgender stuff, the, the homosexual stuff. Um, black stuff, uh, Asian stuff, whatever stuff. No, nobody really care cares. They they just don't want it thrown in their face. You know what I mean? And don't you know? Just do your thing and and then do your thing and don't let have us have anything to do well, with it. Well, actually, I think people are terrified now to even say anything because there's people that have been arrested for offending somebody, like not using the right pronouns and stupid stuff like that. They're thrown in jail for stuff like that, fined, going to their house, raid. I mean, stupidity, things like that shouldn't even be happening, not in the U.S. You mean like First Amendment right stuff? Yeah. Stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, everybody, I was like, we're right now we're streaming live on Facebook, Twitter, and Rumble. And I have, you know, I now am watching the, the messages on all of those platforms. So, you know, you can, you can uh, text in on those platforms and we'll see your messages. And as a matter of fact, oh, I forgot to put something up on the screen real quick, which I'm going to do. 
Stella, go ahead. I'm going to Yeah, you, you can even call us. We're actually happy to hear from you, whether it's a call, a text, an email. We're happy to hear from you, whether you agree with us or whether you don't. Uh, it's always good to hear from you. So, And especially with everything that's going on, everybody has different opinions. Uh, we want to hear from you. Yeah, you can call in at 505-444-5059, or you can message us on Twitter, Rumble, and Facebook, and we'll see those messages, too. So I wanted to um, talk a little bit about this imprisoning of political enemies. This is the very thing that dictators do. They imprison their enemies. They control the media. Uh, they control the government completely. As a matter of fact, Tucker Carlson did a really interesting, if you guys have been following his, uh, his videos on Twitter, he came out with his episode four last night in which uh, Fox News, Fox News uh, somebody on Fox News's crew, uh, Fox News is really a mess right now. Somebody on their crew over there, they were uh, playing a, uh, a, some kind of spot on there in which they had uh, Biden on the left and Trump on the right, and uh, Biden was up there talking, doing something, and then they were talking about how Trump had been arrested and, uh, and booked, and of course, he's not in jail. I mean, he, he, you know, they let him out on his own reconnaissance, but... At the bottom of the screen, at the message at the bottom of the screen, whoever was controlling that information at the bottom of the screen referred to Biden as a wannabe dictator. And it's like, whoa. And it's like that was up on the screen for like 30 seconds before somebody caught it. Well, you know, Fox is in all getting in all kinds of trouble since the Carl uh, Tucker Carlson episode, and there was a weather lady, a weather lady that was going to do the weather right there, and she burst out and said something totally again. They, they kept saying, "Where's that in the script?" You know, where she's telling people, "This is not happening." Whatever. It, I I for, I think I sent you the the little script where she said something like she she said it while she was on the air and it was live and they couldn't stop her she was amazing i loved her <laughs> she said it as quick as she could and they were like cut her off cut her off cut her off, cut her <laughs> off. take some time to do that you know so did you see it joe well i have a question to ask you um uh, to get back to the um jailing the the people yeah Where, where's the republican party in all this no kidding. they don't say anything no i'm you with you i'm with you I mean, on that the, joe they they should be outraged about this they but, don't you don't hear anything from them no but they're you not know? you you Nothing. have you have Crickets. you have people like marjorie taylor green out there screaming at the top of her lungs but what, nobody's paying attention person. to her yeah where's you know? uh the guy from south carolina what's his name uh graham Oh, Lindsey Graham? Yeah, where is he? I mean, you know, he's, he's like a mouthpiece for the Republican Party. You don't hear him say anything, anything at all about the prisoners. No, nobody in the Republican Party. I mean, I watch the conservative news stations all the time, and I don't hear anybody from the Republican Party going, what about these people that are unjustly jailed? Nobody. Nothing. Crickets. Just leaving them there to rot in jail. They're just as guilty as the Democrats. Just yeah. as guilty. I That's mean, if you don't do something about it, See, they're representatives of these people. I mean, if I was uh, if it was one of my family members, I'd be calling my politician every day. Hey, get my loved one out of jail. You know, that's not the way the country works. And don't you think they are? I imagine that all the parents are screaming, saying, "Release my I, child!" I, mean, I bet you they are. No due process. He was just there. You know, just yeah. happened to be there, and yeah. they come and drag him out of his house. Now he's in jail for nothing. Yeah, and then you see uh, Minnesota. They burnt. They burnt Minnesota down. They burnt. Uh, Michigan was it? Portland, P Portland, Portland. Uh, yeah, yeah, Portland. They, they were attacking. It was it was a mostly were, peaceful process. Yeah, yeah, they were attacking the it federal most, courthouse yeah, for like six peaceful. weeks. Right, you know? right. And uh, that was okay. You know, that was um, burn the city down yeah. to the ground. That's cool. Yeah, no, they, no they didn't jail any of those people. Matter of fact, the vice president uh, created a fund to to get people out of jail. I mean, that's how that's, crazy that is. Yes, you know, I remember that. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then she now she's the vice president. Well, also, what our governor released all kinds of prisoners over here too, and one ended up killing the one of the victims that he was in prison for, and this this was okay. It's yeah, I didn't okay. hear about that. Yeah, well, that's crazy too. Mm -hmm. But what you know, what this Biden regime has been doing is they've been systematically uh, going after opponents, and and it's amazing how everybody doesn't see what's going on. As a matter of fact, after the break. Uh, going into the next segment, I am going to play that Tucker Carlson episode four he came out with yesterday because it just spells it out so well. It's like 
people don't think about. I mean, he's he's gone after the the leaders of the Proud Boys, and I've met some of those guys. These are these are patriotic Americans that are simply standing up for constitutional freedom. You got the the Oath Keepers. I mean, they're simply standing up for the Constitution. Oh, we can't have anybody standing up for the Constitution. They're not burning the city down? No, they're not no. burning. Oh, they haven't gosh. burned anything down. Oh, Jesus. They, they haven't burned anything down. They haven't assaulted anybody. <laughs> they haven't done anything. Not you burning know, the city down. What What they did was they were at the Capitol on, on January 6th. Yeah, it's... Um, and that was their biggest crime. That was it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, miraculously, within days... It wasn't a crime. Well, it wasn't a crime. It was a legal well, protest. They were protesting. The Democrats' yeah. crime. And and <laughs> the thing is, there is evidence that the FBI had informants in that crowd, like hundreds of them, that were actually inciting the violence. Nothing has happened. These are unnamed co-conspirators, I think is what they call them. And look at the guy, Ray Epps. I showed the videos of that previous, of him actually trying to incite violence. They got him on video, him egging the crowd and go into the Capitol, you know, do this and that and the other day. And yet Ray Epps was not brought in he wasn't prosecuted yeah well i mean if you if you look back in history i mean the nazis did the same thing with crystal you know i mean they burnt down the the ministry building and then blamed it on the jews you know what i mean i mean they're the ones that actually burnt it down you know they're the ones that caused all the riot and chaos and then blamed somebody else for it so it's, it's the same playbook you know it, it hasn't changed at all Ever. No, it hasn't. I, and I mentioned that before, that I believed that January 6th was our Kristallnacht event Absolutely. in the United States. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, in the upcoming segment, I want to uh, I want to I want to play that Tucker Carlson uh, piece that he put out yesterday because it is it's fantastic. I mean, oh my God, I couldn't have I couldn't have put it out there better. And then I also want to talk a little bit about this Presidential Records Act, uh, which there seems to be so much talk about. They although they don't really talk about what's in it, and that's what I want to do. I actually read the Presidential Records Act. And um, also, I want to mention to you all that in the third hour this uh, today, you're not going to want to miss the third hour. I've got a, a real, I got a guy that I uh, actually read an article he came out with that he posted on social media in which he's talking about the psychology uh, behind all of this nonsense going on with his indoctrination with the children in our schools, and it's something that information that you really really need to know so whatever you don't don't miss out on that so don't go anywhere you're listening to freedom speak with becca marie and stella and we will be right back after the break a trailer to haul something around check out my friends at jp trailer sales they've been doing business in albuquerque for seven years whether you're hauling cars landscaping equipment dirt or your favorite off-road toys jp trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs they have open trailers enclosed trailers and can even do special orders you'll always receive great friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. 
Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with our guest Joe Giles, not Jay Giles, like the uh, musician. (laughs) Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. If you want to call in and join the conversation, you can call us at 505-444-5059. If you're listening to the replay on KDAZ Radio, 96.9 FM AM 700, want to thank you for listening. If you want to join the conversation, you can uh, watch our live stream on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon, by going to our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and clicking on the Rumble link. So, Tucker Carlson came out with his episode four uh, yesterday on Twitter and talked about a lot of things that I've been thinking about. And I mentioned before the break, I was talking about the the thing where one of the staffers at Fox News posted on the screen that uh, Joe By- Biden is a, uh, a, dic- a wannabe dictator. Now, the only thing I would disagree with there is I don't believe he's a wannabe dictator. I think he is a dictator. That is my opinion, and that is my First Amendment right to say that. Anyway, I'm going to... I, I love this piece so much by Tucker Carlson. I'm going to play it right now um, and let you hear it for yourself, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. So, and, and if you're not following Tucker Carlson, you should because, boy, is he encouraging. I mean, yes, he says everything. He puts it right out there. Yeah, he Not does. afraid. Okay, so here we go. Oops. Hold on. Let me start that over. Tucker, where are you? I think it's muted. On Tuesday afternoon, the Biden administration had Donald Trump arrested. It was a pretty big news story. You may have seen it. Just before 9 p.m. that night, as part of its coverage, Fox News ran two live video feeds next to one another. On the right, Donald Trump addressed his supporters in New Jersey. On the left, Joe Biden spoke at an event for the Secretary General of NATO in Washington. Beneath those videos at the bottom of the screen, Fox's banner read this way. Quote, wannabe dictator speaks at the White House after having his political rival arrested. (laughs) I love it. Those words were up for less than 30 seconds, but the effect was immediate. Inside Fox, the women who run the network panicked. 
First, they scolded the producer who put the banner on the screen. Less than 24 hours after that, he resigned. He'd been at Fox for more than a decade. He was considered one of the most capable people in the building. He offered to stay for the customary two weeks, but Fox told him to clear out his desk and leave immediately. Then the company issued a public apology for the 27-second-long wannabe dictator line. Quote, the Chiron was taken down immediately, Fox's PR department said, and then added ominously it was, quote, addressed. That was all true, but it was not enough to save Fox News from the ensuing scandal. For a time in the rest of the media, Fox's assessment of Donald Trump's arrest seemed to overshadow Trump's arrest itself. Suggesting that Biden is a dictator, declared the Washington Post, quote, cross the line. Alexander Vindman agreed strongly. Vindman is the perennial MSNBC guest and full-time Ukraine promoter. You may remember, remember from Russia. Alexander Vindman. On Twitter, he demanded that the Pentagon pull Fox News from all military bases. It is, quote, absolutely unacceptable for American Forces Network to carry programming that directly, spuriously, attacks the commander-in-chief of American Armed Forces, Vindman wrote. In other words, Joe Biden must ban all criticism of himself because that's what non-dictators do. John Cusack went further still. For the crime of calling Biden a dictator, Fox should be shut down, wrote the 80s-era movie star. Quote, the government has to take away their broadcasting license. And so on. It was all over the Internet. Democrats were very, very angry. But why were they angry? <laughs> if the banner on Fox was false, why the hysteria? Lies don't seem to bother anyone anymore. If some cable news producer had called Joe Biden a genius or accused him of being secretly Sudanese, would anyone be yelling about it? Would Fox News have apologized for it? Probably not. But calling Joe Biden a wannabe dictator, that stung. So you've got to wonder, if you're being honest with yourself, is Joe Biden a wannabe dictator? That question came up yesterday at the White House briefing. Here's how it went. Last night, um, Fox News ran a chyron that uh, referred to the president as a wannabe dictator. And I'm wondering if the White House has any comment on that. So look, there are probably about 787 million things that I can say about this uh, that was wrong. <laughs> Uh, about what we saw last night, but I don't think I'm going to get into it. There's no comment the White House has on I think I just commented. Oh, no comment necessary. <laughs> of course Joe Biden's not a wannabe dictator. No. Just because he's trying to put the other candidate in prison for the rest of his life for a crime he himself committed doesn't mean he has a totalitarian impulse. Come on, that's absurd. It takes a lot more than jailing your political rivals to earn the title wannabe dictator. That's the consensus in Washington tonight. And in some ways, for once, the consensus may be right. It is not a small thing to be a wannabe dictator. It's quite a process. There are a lot of steps. Oh, absolutely. First off, there is the money. The one thing that all dictators have in common is they enrich themselves and their families, their tribe, even as the countries they govern grow steadily poorer and more desperate. They take kickbacks from businesses and from other dictators. They use the official functions of their government to funnel cash to themselves. Well, that's not happening. They don't in the bother United to hide States, the right? fruits of this. Mm. They live in garish mansions with big lawns, far from the teeming cities, even as their own citizens languish in growing poverty, in some cases, literally living in tents on the street. So they don't really hide it, it's all pretty blatant. And ordinary people resent it. Of course they do, and wannabe dictators know they resent it, but they don't care. There's nothing the population can do about it in a dictatorship. It's no longer possible to fight injustice in a system like that. People can't gather in large numbers to protest the rule of the dictator. If they try that, they'll be arrested by his state security services, even years after the fact. A visit for men in body armor at the breakfast table. That happens. And if citizens persist in believing they can gather in groups to protest, they may be shot to death, a bullet to the throat. And then, just to make the humiliation complete, to make the lesson gin clear to everyone else watching, their relatives can be arrested for daring to complain that their children were killed for complaining. So, like, none of that's happening in America, no, right? Not oh, no, not at all. Not, not at all. None of that's happening in America. It's like I remember the guy I talked about uh, that was simply at the January 6th protest in, at, on, in you know, and uh, he— a bunch of FBI agents showed up in like, 
you know, military gear with assault weapons and all had their laser sights on him and his wife. And, you know, in, in the in the middle of the Is night. Is that the abortion guy? The, no, no. This this was a guy that was at January at the January oh, 6th January protest. Oh, January 6th guy? Yeah, okay. so they drug him out of his house, put him in shackles, yeah. humiliated him, threatened to kill his wife if she did anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is the sort of thing happening under the Biden administration. Yeah. So let's continue this, because this, this is just too good. Here well, we go. Well, that actually happens. Oh, yeah, Biden administration had Donald Trump arrested afternoon. Oh, I'm sorry. On the right, Donald Trump. I messed up on my spot. What were you saying, Joe? Well, I I don't think uh, Biden is a feeble-minded um, dictator. I mean, it's obvious that he's a puppet. There's there's somebody behind him. That's he's too I weak see. and mm-hmm. too feeble-minded, and he keeps you know, on the floor half the time. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think maybe like the Obamas are behind behind him. Mm-hmm. You know, well, look how race. look how Obama bought a house in what he bought a house in D.C. And he's living in D.C. He's been in D.C. the whole time. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I thought he was living in the Hamptons. What? Isn't it D.C.? I thought he bought a house in D.C. So I think, mentioned. yes, he did. But he has three houses in the Hamptons. I know he's got one yeah. in Chicago, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's got yeah, houses right. everywhere now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let's continue this, because this is just really good stuff. I hope I can find the place I was at. I well, sorry about that. The building. <laughs> he offered to stay for the customary two weeks, but Fox told him to clear out his desk and leave immediately. Okay, let me move it forward but, a little. That Biden is a dictator, declared the Washington Post, quote, cross the line. Alexander Vindman agreed strongly. Look Vindman at all the things they've said NS- about uh, about Donald Trump. And, the and that, chief there was no outrage over forces, that. Vindman wrote. In other words, Joe Biden must ban all criticism of himself because that's what non-dictators do. John Cusack went further still. For the crime of calling Biden a dictator, like Fox Cusack. should be shut down wrote the 80s-era movie star. Quote, the government has to take away their broadcasting license. And so on. It was all over the Internet. Democrats... Oh, yes. I mean, if... if, if oh, heaven forbid, if the, if the news uh, agencies speak out against what's going on, you have to take away their broadcast license. Yeah. That's well, what you do in a dictatorship. What's scary is they won't let the soldiers on the post watch Fox News anymore. I mean, that's kind of scary, too. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, that's what, didn't you hear what he said? Oh, yeah. He said the uh, the Department of Defense <sighs> is banning Fox News from all military all installations. Yeah. So all they're saying, you know, 24-7 is CNN and MSNBC. You know, and That's kind of a scary thought. No kidding. All right, let's continue here. That's we're very, very angry. But why were they angry? If the banner on Fox was false, why the hysteria? Lies don't seem to bother anyone anymore. If some cable news producer had called Joe Biden a genius or accused him of being secretly Sudanese, would anyone be yelling about it? Would Fox News have apologized for it? Probably not. But calling Joe Biden a wannabe dictator, that stunk. So you've got to wonder, if you're being honest with yourself, is Joe Biden a wannabe dictator? That question came up yesterday at the White House briefing. Here's how it went. Last night, um, Fox News ran a chyron that uh, referred to the president as a wannabe dictator, and I'm wondering if the White House has any comment on that. So look, there are probably about 787 million things that I can say about this uh, that was wrong. Uh, about what we saw last night. Well, I was but thinking I the other way around that it. you could say There's that no was right. I, I think I just commented. Oh, no comment necessary. Of course, <laughs> Joe Biden's not a wannabe dictator. Just because he's trying to put the other candidate in prison for the rest of his life for a crime he himself committed doesn't mean he has a totalitarian impulse. Come on, that's absurd. It takes a lot more than jailing your political rivals to earn the title wannabe dictator. That's the consensus in Washington tonight. And in some ways, for once, the consensus may be right. It is not a small thing to be a wannabe dictator. It's quite a process. There are a lot of steps. First off, there is the money. The one thing that all dictators have in common is they enrich themselves and their families, their tribe, even as the countries they govern grow steadily poorer and more desperate. They take kickbacks from businesses and from other dictators. They use the official functions of their government to follow caps. The dictator, if they try that, they'll be arrested by his state security services, even years after the fact. A visit for men in body armor at the breakfast table. That happens. Mm -hmm. 
And if citizens persist in believing they can gather in groups People to protest, they may be shot to death, a bullet to the throat. And then, just to make the humiliation complete, to make the lesson gin clear to everyone else watching, their relatives can be arrested for daring to complain that their children were killed for complaining. That actually happens in some places. Ask Ashley Babbitt's mother. Here she is in handcuffs. You murdered her inside the Capitol, now you're going to arrest her? So don't be like Ashley Babbitt's mother, much less like poor Ashley Babbitt. She's dead now. That's the message a wannabe dictator would send. And by the way, it's not just public protest that would be... See now, if this is anybody else, you know, Ashley Babbitt, unarmed, this tiny little woman, that wasn't threatening anyone, and she was just shot dead. Um, really, in my opinion, it was not a justified shooting at all. But if this happened to anybody else, if this was, say, for instance, uh, you know, shooting, or, or like the guy on the subway in New York... Where he, they're going to probably try to, and I think they probably will. They'll throw that poor guy in jail. If it was Black Lives Matter and it was a white um, police officer shooting someone, it'd be a whole big different story. Totally different. Okay. But Ashley Babbitt, um, well, she was a conservative and, you know, it's like, so we don't care about her. You know, hey, well, let's continue. This is it's really we good banned stuff. in a dictatorship. You wouldn't be allowed to complain from your own home. Unauthorized opinions expressed on the internet would be censored. Go too far, press too deep, tell too much truth, and they'll just erase your opinions. They have no choice, really. It's a matter, as they say, of trust and safety. You must trust the leader or else you will jeopardize his safety. Not that you really can jeopardize his safety at this point. The leader has nuclear weapons and you don't. He'll remind you of that from time to time. And F-15. And in any case, that. you're in the process of being disarmed anyway, along with everyone else who has shown questionable loyalty to the leader. Those who support the regime can keep their weapons and use them freely, including on public transportation. That's a core civil right for them. But for those who dissent from the program, self-defense is an unaffordable privilege. Turn in your guns, Mr. and Mrs. Peaceful Opposition. You're a danger to society, and we know who you are. And in fact, the wannabe dictator does know who they are because he knows everything. Technology has made him all-seeing. A report in Wired magazine just this week revealed that the highly non-dictatorial Biden administration is busy tracking the phones of millions of Americans without their knowledge and without bothering to get a warrant. And at the same time, the same non-dictatorial administration is stockpiling a massive trove of damaging information about these same Americans. Now, remember the, uh, remember the conversation about the uh, 10,000 mules thing where they were talking about, was it 10,000 or 2,000? I don't know. I've lost 10,000. 10, was it 10,000 mules? Mm -hmm. Where they were talking about, you know, because they were talking about this data that they had from these cell phones where they tracked these mules. And they knew exactly where they were going, what routes they were traveling. They were going to these NGOs and they were going to all these drop boxes and they had video proof of it and everything. And how the left was saying, oh, well, we can't track cell phones like that. Well, yes, they can, you know. And yes, they do. Yes, they can. And yes, they do. You know, Joe Biden is tracking people. Look how quickly after January 6th, the thing at the Capitol, look how quickly they were going and rounding up thousands of people. Just by their facial recognition. I mean, the, these people, they just caught on camera and they can find out where they live. They find out information about them and went and arrested them for being there. Now, you know, the FBI that were there inciting it, their faces came up too. How come they weren't identified like all the other people that are in jail right now currently? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, our listener, um, let's see, we got a couple of... We got a Mike and a Michael listening on Facebook. Let's say Michael says they know he's not a wannabe dictator, just like New Mexico's tiny tyrant. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> and, and then Mike here says Obama runs his shadow government from his place in D.C. and Chicago. I, I, I think that could be the case. I think I, that I, could. I agree. I, I mean, I think Obama's running, running the government. 
You know what I mean? And somebody's running Obama, too. I mean, oh yeah, somebody's behind the scenes. Obama's too. not at the top of the food chain. No. There's a bunch of puppets. No. No, that's no, for sure. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and All like, taking orders. And Biden, he's like, he's like, at the bottom of the food chain, he's just he's like he's like a, the week the weekend at Bernie's guy that they've they're propping him up and I, and I believe that you know there's a lot of people talking about how oh well Biden's not going to serve another term I I don't know I honestly think that they would like for Biden to serve another term as long as they can fool the public into thinking that he's still breathing so that they can control him he's 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 ideal he's ideal. Yeah, okay. he, he's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> so, he's a total idiot. <laughs> so, All right, yeah. let's continue here with this Tucker thing. To be used at some point, we are sure, for entirely noble purposes. So the administration now knows everything. Where you spend your days, who you talk to, what you think, your porn habits. Not a big deal. The administration already knows what you buy, of course, because they've leaned on the big banks to turn over your confidential credit card information. Not because anyone here is a wannabe dictator, to be clear, but just because. It's nice to have that information, just in case, in the words of the Fox News PR department, a situation arises that needs to be, quote, addressed. Okay, and let's not forget the wannabe dictator uh, sometime back put out a, a thing where they wanted to investigate the possibility of having a digital currency. Okay, in which that would be a centralized digital currency ran by the government in which they can track every single transaction you do. And cash would no longer exist. Matter of fact, I mentioned last week about my my little trip uh, to Ohio recently in which I had, you know, a particularly bad experience at a steak and shake in uh, in Missouri. And one point I forgot to mention on that when I saw those creepy kiosks when I walked into there, they do not take cash. It's card only. Now, why aren't why aren't the liberals out there screaming, "Oh, racism, racism." You know, not everybody can get a can get a debit card or a credit card that's racist but no they're not saying that and and they're not going to say it's racist to have digital currency either in which they can control your spending they can tell you what you can spend your money on they can track your money they can take as much money from you as they want and if you don't behave and you don't do what you're supposed to do and you uh, speak out against the current wannabe dictator they'll cut you off completely they can cut you off yeah. of they're, they're taking over paypal in july the fed now thing really yeah oh i hadn't heard that one yeah 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 in july they're gonna unleash the uh fed now i so, i heard and about it's that. kind of a coincidence that the uh paypal guy got killed in san francisco <laughs> well, <big laughs> and, then, and then a couple months later the federal government opens up fed now take, they, takes they, over paypal Get rid of that. That's just a coincidence, though, right? Oh, just a coincidence. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was in the gas station uh, about a week ago, and I and I bought some gas, and then they gave me a slip of paper that you had to put a code in the uh, at the gas pump to get the gas, and I was thinking, "Gosh, what is this? (laughs) You know, now you got to put in a code to get gas. You know, so what happens if you use too much gas, and the federal government has control over that?" Well, you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got the right idea. Yeah, it's crazy. They just mm-hmm. want they just want total control of everything. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. continue here. It's all totally normal. It's not a dictatorship, okay? But in the end, the main reason you know Joe Biden is not a wannabe dictator is because he just does not fit the profile as a man. Dictators have that look. You know one when you see one. Dictators build cults of personality around themselves, and they use those cults to deny the glaringly obvious. In his later years, name just one example, North Korean dictator Kim Il-sung developed an enormous baseball-sized tumor on He's the back of his neck. He's not exaggerating. That is the it size of a huge. baseball. It was grotesque. It was you right that? there. You couldn't Unbelievable. ignore it. You couldn't possibly not see <laughs> maybe it. Maybe I'm a bas- Maybe a softball. But in North Korea, state media did ignore it. They pretended it didn't exist. And so, in some important sense, it didn't. If a tumor Nothing grows to see on a here. neck, but no one acknowledges it, is it really there? Thankfully, nothing like that is happening in our country or ever will. If Joe Biden ever developed some profound physical or medical problem that was obvious to everybody, journalists would say something. This is not North Korea. We don't have state media here. If Joe Biden was, say, incapable of completing a full sentence or mistook his sister for his wife or 
suddenly started falling down in public for no reason. The New York Times would report on that and then get to the bottom of what was actually happening. That would be its duty in a free country like ours. It's not like they would cover it up. The very idea of a cover-up sounds like a conspiracy theory, a dangerous one, actually, so stop it. And by the way, if Joe Biden was a wannabe dictator, he'd have the family to match. All dictators do. Saddam Hussein had Uday and Kusay. They were princelings who lived above the law, indulging their most decadent fantasies with total confidence they would be never held to account by the police. As the sons of a dictator, they knew they could do exactly what they wanted. And so that's what they did. There's no one like that around Joe Biden. No, oh, He doesn't have not, weird no. sex scandals at the heart of his family that no one in the media will ever talk about. He doesn't have a ne'er-do-well former nightclub-owning brother who's made a living for 30 years by being related to him. Not at all. That's dictator stuff. Joe Biden doesn't award ridiculous inflated titles to his relatives that the media are then required to take seriously. He doesn't call people doctor who didn't go to medical school and then force you to nod along like it's real when everyone knows it isn't. Nikolai Ceausescu did that with his wife, Elena. Joe Biden would never do that. Nor does Joe Biden dress like a dictator. He doesn't do photo ops and mirrored sunglasses driving a sports car to convince you that he isn't frail and senile, but instead powerful, virile and wise. That's just not his style. If Joe Biden was a dictator, he'd be wearing epaulets and carrying a tasseled riding crop. And he isn't yet, so calm down. If he was a dictator, Biden's speeches would look like Nuremberg rallies, a blood red backdrop, armed soldiers by his side, <laughs> screaming about crushing his eternal enemies. Them Honestly, Biden MAGA did Republicans. that one time last September at a speech in Philadelphia. But it wasn't in any sense dictatory, dictatory. It was necessary. As MSNBC assured us at the time, quote, Biden aimed to showcase his faith in the military apparatus and its ability to back the democratic order. See, it was about democracy, not dictatorship. No cause for alarm. He is not a dictator. A dictator would stockpile ammunition for his own bureaucrats, including his tax collectors. He'd redefine the legal code to make disloyalty to the regime the most serious crime. He'd claim dominion over the most intimate parts of his citizens' lives. He defined what attitudes they were allowed to have about sex and religion and how to raise their families. He would even, in his final grandiose stage of dictatorship, claim ownership of their children. And Joe Biden wouldn't do that. Oh, he'd never and do that. And to prove no. he would never do that, Biden just mm -hmm. this week released this video. These are our kids. These are our neighbors. Not somebody else's kids. They're all our kids. And our children are the kite strings that hold our national ambitions aloft. It matters a great deal how we treat everyone in this country. LGBTQ Americans, especially children, you're loved, you're heard, and this administration has your back. See, Joe Biden isn't saying your children belong to him like a dictator would. No. He's saying something very different from that. He's saying America's children are, quote, our children, not his alone, ours. You share your children with Joe Biden evenly, right down the middle with alternating weekends. You've got <laughs> joint custody with Joe Biden and you can thank heaven that you do. A nation is like a family. Every family has a head, a father. That's Joe Biden, our nation's father. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is now his fatherland. Just don't call it a dictatorship or we'll have to issue a statement disavowing you. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Was that good or what? Oh, yeah, Tucker's always spot on. Yeah. I Don't you know that Fox is just fuming over what he said this I, time I around? I only have one thing to say. Uh, we thought that Budweiser had taken a bad tumble. Uh, Fox is saying, hold my beer. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, I don't like, I mean, I, I like um, Hannity and uh, Laura Ingram, but uh, that's about it. I mean, in Tucker's hour, it's a different person every every week, so I'm not really digging that. I like Dan, oh, I like Waters too. I like Dan. He's a Bongino. Philly guy. Yeah, Dan yeah, but he took him off the air. Oh. Yeah, he said something and made him mad, and he's not on the air anymore. He's still on Rumble. Yeah, he's still on the radio, but he's not on. He's not on Fox anymore. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Fox is done. I think uh, everybody's watching Newsmax now, mm -hmm. which um, I don't have, but I, I guess I should get it. Yeah, it's free. I mean, you you can watch it for free. Yeah. I I've actually got a subscription to OAN too. I like OAN a lot. I'll kind of bounce back and forth between OAN and Newsmax. You know, it would be a really good show. Tucker Carlson and Bill O'Reilly. I'd love that show. Mm, maybe so. 
All right, so you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. That's a wrap on hour one. We're going to be going into hour two. I'm going to talk about the Presidential Records Act, talk a little bit about what's in that. They're trying to prosecute Donald Trump based on the Presidential Records Act, which um, I'm sorry. If we've got a fair judge and good lawyers, that's just not going to fly. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.